On today's show, Peter Spicer from The Conjracts joins me live. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, to the Sunday Night Army. I'm your host, Jacob, and what an incredible show uh, I have for you guys today. First of all, I'd like you guys go and find and subscribe everywhere at the Sunday Night Army on all podcast catchers. Anywhere you listen to a podcast, find me and uh, subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere. And you, anywhere you listen to a podcast, Amazon or Audible or whatever else you guys listen to, every podcast app, you can find me there. Also, all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that other cool stuff at the Sunday Night Army. Go check it out. Go follow and uh, engage in there. Let me know what's going on. So today's show uh, is one of the unique ones when I actually get to bring back a guest or guests uh, to the show and uh, kind of catch up on what we talked last time. And on today's show, it'll be uh, one half of the contracts. Uh, Peter Spicer will be joining me shortly to talk uh, about music, obviously. And we had a, such an incredible time when um, Peter and Tony came by last time, which the duo makes up the contracts. And those guys, and these guys are from London, obviously. If you listen to the show, go back. It was episode 18, I'm pretty sure. An amazing show, amazing music. And uh, way back then, uh, when I found these guys on Facebook, uh, they were terrific then and they're even more terrific now uh, because of how their music have grown and how they expanded uh, their fan base and such a grassroots movement and we're going to talk about that in the interview uh, later um, in the show today but what's uh, one of my favorite parts of doing this show is obviously interviewing musicians or other guests and getting in, in depth of the stories but we all know the story of the contracts again if you guys listen to episode 18 you guys would know all that. So what we're going to get into today is um, kind of what's been happening during quarantine and the new music. And I got to tell you guys, honestly, the music that's come out with this newest album and for if you guys still the contracts and Peter and Tony write constantly, they come up with amazing music all the time. And with this album, when I had a chance to listen to it, there's literally not a song you're going to skip. And listen to the whole thing. And uh, we're, I want to push this album uh, because of how well it's made. How good the quality of the music is. It's something that you don't get with playlists these days. Because if an artist puts out an album, you're going to hear two or three songs. And the rest is like skip, skip, skip. And which is rarity in the first place. But the way the contracts are handling it and you got to check them out on their social media is they're going to actually ship you physical copy for now, for now. And that's what we'll talk about later in the interview. Uh, and they'll eventually get into the digital type of format, but right now you get a ship copy of the album and it's so good and you need it and you're going to definitely be playing it all the time. And I know I'm a big supporter of them because how they go about writing music and why they write their music and what their music does and how supportive their um, their fans are, which I'm one of their fans, uh, especially since and my fandom has grown. The more I've gotten to know them and the more we interact and the more I listen to their music, 
and I wanted to communicate with them, have them on the show again, uh, just so my audience here on the Sunday Night Army can hear what I've been listening to and um, get the word out there because it's music these days, especially with being locked down, you need something that uh, it gives you that message that you really feel because let's be honest the top 40 that's out there on the radio is not always going to do that for you so this is why i do this again find me everywhere uh on your social media at the sunday night army or on twitter for some reason at sunday night army at anywhere you stream a podcast uh, just search the sunday night army and i'm going to pop up on i think i'm on like 2022 different podcast streaming platforms so basically worldwide um whatever uh, platform you listen to podcasts on find it you don't need an app for most of these things just listen and i'll be trying to do something different with youtube as i'm trying to avoid posting um the podcast to youtube because youtube is not very important to me personally it should. It's. I'm gonna leave that for the music artists for YouTube, and I'll be posting episodes there monthly, not when the regular ones come out. I'm gonna stick to podcasting platforms. Make sure we concentrate on the 30 countries that listen to the podcast on all those platforms. So we're gonna focus on that. So please like and share. Hope you guys enjoy the interview, and let's get talking to Peter from the Contracts. So joining me right now on the show is one half of the amazing duo, The Contracts, Peter Spicer. How are you, sir? I'm very good, Jacob. It's lovely to speak to you again. It's tremendous to speak to you again because it's been a while since you guys, you and Tony, who is not joining us, unfortunately, us today on the show, have been on the Sunday Night Army. And um, it's just, you've done so much since you guys both were here last time and I appreciate what you guys did before, and you guys just outdone yourself musically since then. And uh, this is why I'm so happy you're, you're on the show um, representing the contracts today, uh, because uh, the audience needs to hear what's been happening with you guys. Thank so, you. Thank you, Jacob. And I must just say that I'm, be- as you're saying, I'm, I know that nobody can see, but I'm beaming from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate everything you guys do and uh, uh, Tony and yourself uh, because uh, it's the way everything's going on in the world. Uh, music is what's holding us together and you guys do a tremendous job at it. And with that, before we get into the music, you know, we're all in quarantine at some point in the last uh, year even. How has been quarantine for the Chondriacs? Uh Well, it's been, uh, I mean, the first, the first part of it was... Uh, uh, was quite strange because I, I outside of the music, I, my my business, how I make my living, uh, just stopped completely. Um, so I was just kind of at home, and it did it did mean that I um, uh, I was able to focus quite a lot on uh, on the music, but not not the writing side of it because I couldn't get together with Tony, but more sort of you know the the social media side of it and, um, mm-hmm. and how we get our music out there, but. Um, uh, you know, it's been a. Uh, it, sometimes you feel uh, we've had a. It's, it feels like a bad thing to say, but musically we've had a very good year, and it always feels uncomfortable saying something like that when you know how bad this year's been for so many people. Um, but I think people turned to music, as you just said. I think you were spot on. 
and um, and I think especially online, the, the very thing that we were already doing, which was engaging with our fans personally, doing live online shows, we noticed that then all of the big artists started doing it. We were already doing it, and I think that's why we, we gained so much momentum this year. Yes, and I've been following all that momentum, and we'll get into the YouTube stuff and Facebook stuff shortly, uh, but since you were uh, on the show previously, you the contracts came out with a brand new album and let's talk about it because you have seven original songs on the album tell me about the album and how it came to be well it it, um it all started with a song uh that we wrote in tony's kitchen and i um and we the, the actual writing session we recorded on on a mobile phone and that ended up being a little demo and uh so actually the recording that demo was actually as we wrote it. It was it was improvised, mm -hmm. and uh, and we put that out on on social media and um, uh, uh, on our on our music page because we sort of share warts and all, so to speak. Uh, and uh, and it it kind of got picked up. People really liked it, and it had a sort of a retro soul feel to it. And and what I did is I added quite a lot of reverb to it to <laughs> to cover the fact that it was such a poor quality recording. There you go, inside a music trick. Um, and uh, and that really gave it sort of a 50s, 60s uh, uh, retro soul feel. Um, and that song then became the inspiration for the rest of the album. So we wrote around that song to that genre. And listening to the album, because I have the utmost privilege to listen to this album uh, uh, before the show, and it is tremendous. Uh, now, you guys did something special. You had your fans involved in making this album. Tell me how you did that. I know my audience knows because I did a preview show for your crowdfunding campaign. How did that come together and why was that important? Well, we, uh, I mean, our fan, our fan base, and it uh, uh, seems like a strange word. I mean, obviously, we don't know everybody on, in our, uh, in our, in, uh, on our social media, but, you know, the, the, the real kind of core uh, uh, supporters of our music, we know by name and, and consider them friends. And... Um, and they're always keen for us to, to create new music. And obviously, um, it's a bit of an old adage now, but music is free to listen to, but it's incredibly expensive to make. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and so we, you know, we're not full-time musicians. We work jobs and we do this in our spare time. And uh, it, it can cost five, six, seven thousand pounds to create, create an album just in, in the costs of doing it. Uh, and, um, and so they, you know, they agreed that, it would be a good thing to do a crowdfunding project and that's what we did and um and that raised all the funds to to make this album and that's the first time we've ever done that so that was a big milestone for us for our fans to to support us financially to make our music and the interesting thing about it is so many people when they speak about it they call it their album which i think is very interesting you know the mindset mm -hmm. what it's like to 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 be into an artist and to be involved in the project in that way that it does feel like you're very much part of it. And they are, you know, they're not wrong to say that, they're absolutely right. But I'd never considered that until, until I started to see that terminology being used. And the good thing is what uh, your fan base put into it, they got above and beyond what I'm sure what they expected because the album is tremendous and uh, top to bottom. Now, Thank Let's you. talk about one of the, one of the tracks because I would like to play one of the tracks on the show today, and the one that stands out to me 
that I figured I'd share with the audience because all the songs are great, uh, top to bottom, uh, on on here and going through them from the, uh, this game of love, game changer, amazing songs. Yeah, the song "Amazing" also on there. Uh, Superman, uh, which is I think number six on your album, uh, stood out to me like something that um, will hook. It was, it's in the middle of the album. It'll hook you even more as you're progressing through listening to it. Because I, you, I was telling you before I started recording, uh, before the show today, that this is an album where you start at number one and the album doesn't stop until the last song because you will not be skipping any songs on this album. It'll just play through the whole thing. There's no chance that he, anybody will be pressing the next or forward button on this whole thing. It's That's so good. Thank you. Oh no problem, and it's it's in my playlist. It's uh, it's on re- repeat, especially today because I was getting very excited uh, about talking about it. So <laughs> it was it was playing nonstop. And I, I Superman. There's a reason why I'm, I want to play Superman on the show, but I'm gonna save that for the very end of the show. Uh, why? But uh, I think we should play uh, that track for everybody else. Now, what can you tell me about the process of writing this song? Uh, of writing Superman. Yes. Actually, the, as as is often the case when you when you come to write a, a new project, uh, mm-hmm. Tony and I um, uh, are prolific writers, and I used to yes. think that meant good. That just means often. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we we write a lot, which means we have uh, we have a, an unreleased back catalogue of sort of gem little nuggets of songs, uh, hundreds and hundreds of them. And, and when we, if we start a new project, um, the project invariably ends up being a combination of brand new songs um, uh, that, that have been written around that time before we decided what the genre was, but we felt that fitted. Songs mm-hmm. writing to the genre, brand new. Uh, and then also nuggets from the past that we go back and listen to and so, say, well, you know, with a bit of hindsight. I mean, the nice thing about it is, is, is uh, you get further and further away from the song and you're more and more able to determine whether it's a good song or not because mm-hmm. uh, you no longer feel like the writer of it because it was a long time ago. Yes. And Su- Superman was just that, um, uh, was that chorus. That's what we had. And then it was just kind of uh, uh, well, finishing a, a song that we, when we went back and listened to it, thought this is, this we should have done something with already. We don't know why we haven't. <laughs> that's a nice feeling when you find it's like being given a little gift exactly uh, under your pillowcase there's a there's the beginnings of, of one of your favorite songs you've ever written and you've forgotten about it and so that's that's that how that song came about that's great now let's let's have the audience get a little uh preview of the song well let's play superman and right now the contracts on the sunday night army She smiles with her eyes 
I feel hypnotized. Love the way she's making me move. Your in my hand is your head. I feel like Superman. Makes me wanna fly to the moon. There you go. That was Superman by the Conjuracs. And Pete's still here with me. Uh, now, Pete, question for you, because uh, as I follow your uh, your career, you and Tony, on Facebook, obviously, and uh, recently you guys decided to move your live shows to YouTube. What happened there with, uh, with Facebook? Uh, well, there was some changes on the 1st of October with uh, with Facebook. And I, I what I don't want to do is a lot of people just bash Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do that. My, my belief with Facebook is that um, it's a free platform. It's their house. It's their rules. And mm-hmm. they obviously make a lot of money. Um, yes. Uh, but we get we only we only have a music career at this point in our lives because Facebook exists. It, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened pre-Facebook. 
So with that as the as the the context behind it, they made some some changes um, because they didn't want their platform to become a listening platform. So uh, during the lockdown, a lot of DJs used it and played sets on there as live streams. And so what they started to do was pick up recorded music. Their algorithms were looking for recorded music, and um, and so uh, when uh, when Tony he often would he do he'll do live shows on or yes. on Facebook, and he would sing over recorded uh, over our recorded songs because mm -hmm. I'm not there with him to play it. So right. uh, that was an easy way of him chatting, connecting with the fans, singing along, and and playing our music to them. That became a thing that you're not allowed to do on Facebook anymore. So we had to find a different platform. That's why. And yeah, that, that you know what? And that's I, I, it'll be interesting if you get dinged on Facebook for playing your own music. That's um... <laughs> what we do. We get copyright strikes uh, well, against yourself by yourself. That's yes. great. <laughs> that's so much fun. Um, but you know, I joined some of those. Um, I really enjoy those YouTube. Uh, live streams. They're a lot of fun, very interactive. If you guys haven't seen them, uh, follow the contracts on uh, YouTube. The the live shows are great, very interactive. Uh, but before we get to more of the live shows, because there's a couple of different ways of getting to those, uh, I want to get to a little uh, issue that happened, which, which went from a negative to a very positive uh, not too long ago uh, with the BBC. And then the music contest there. What, what, what happened there? Because I, I came late to the party when that article came out. Uh, but uh, it did come yeah. out as a positive at the end. What happened there? Yeah, well, it actually, it kind of, it, 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 was, um, it was quite a moment, a bit of a crossroad for, crossroads for us. Because we've never, we've never really, because of our, our, I know this shouldn't be an issue, but because of our age. I've, I've been involved in music since I was 13 years old and I'm 52 now. And um, and I've gone through the trying to make it in the mainstream very unsuccessfully, and um, and so uh, we was quite surprised that we gained the the social media following we did, um, but um, I have we haven't really pursued the mainstream side of things uh, very much. Um, and we've had a we've had a couple of plays on BBC Radio. We played live on there a couple of times, uh, but there was a uh, there was a post asking for suggestions for the sound of 2021 for BBC introducing and mm -hmm. on that uh, and somebody tagged us in um, in fact it was our friend Michelle who also who's a, who also um, sings with us on some of our some of our songs um, and she she um, uh, tagged us into that post to recommend us and then that got picked up by our by our fan base, um, we ended up with approximately, and I'm, I say approximately, but really I'm quite sad that I counted them at some point. Uh, I'm quite needy, you see. So, and, <laughs> like uh, every artist out there, it's normal. Yeah, absolutely, yes. <laughs> and I, I counted uh, about 170 people had recommended us on this post. And the next person on that post had about 15. Now, I, I kind of, in my heart, I knew nothing would come of it. But the thing that shocked us is when the Sound of 2021 list came out, every artist that had been recommended on that post other than us was on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that, that, should, be a, that should be a shock to everyone uh, <laughs> listening to the show because uh, you've, you guys heard the Contracts music on the show many times and you just heard another song. And for uh, loyal followers who know how much I love the Contracts, um, 
that's unacceptable by my standards. And I chimed in on that too, because I saw the post later on and that's it's very unacceptable. But uh, did it surprise you that uh, some of the mainstream radio play didn't uh, give you any love? Um, well, probably not really. I think the trouble is, is that because, because this was asking for, for people to suggest artists mm-hmm. and so many people who were independent to us were suggesting us, I was... Uh, I, I kind of got my hopes up a little bit because, um, I mean, ordinarily I wouldn't, but because so many, I thought, how can they, they can't ignore this. This would, this would look really bad on them if they then ignored this. That's kind of where I got to in my thought process. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they ignored yep. us. Uh, they we, did. We've, we've ad, we have submitted every song we've ever released, which is uh, maybe around 40 songs over the last four years to be oh, wow. introducing, and we've never had a response from them. Yeah, you know what? That could be for the best because I'm sure you gained that extra followers just from doing that, from people reading. Why are they recommending so many? Uh, everybody's recommending the same group. So I'm sure you've been um, followed by extra people just from that one post, wondering okay. why these guys are so popular. And then they find out and they know. Well, quite possibly. It did show the passion of, of the people that follow us. And, and I, I wanted to thank you, Jacob, for, for chipping in as well. And, uh, and also, there was a couple of realizations that came from that. A sort of mm-hmm. a bit of a warm, fluffy feeling because of the support <laughs> we got, um, uh, and one of them was um, it's a bit like you know uh, somebody being horrible to you at work, and then you go out with your friends that night and you tell them, and they make you feel so much better, and you feel part of that little group, and you, uh, and that's kind of how that felt to us having those people make make those comments. Um, uh, but anyway, so I've lost my train of thought there. Yeah, so so. Uh, the good, the things that came out of that was uh, was a we realised we sort of wanted to set a goal to do this anyway without them, mm-hmm. uh, and and secondly it made us realise although we already knew the importance of podcasts like yours um, of uh, Michelle Ward our friend who's a radio presenter who uh, and you guys go out and you seek out. Uh, new original music you're not governed by age or fashion um, uh, that sounds terrible you know what I mean though you're not I know exactly what you mean sound it's that's about right sound it's about the um, message and the sound exactly there's a, there's a quote on the Facebook the guy that the, one of the guys that that's the gatekeeper effectively there's a quote on his Facebook page that says um, uh, which I'm really shocked by, and I think he might take it down if he listens to this podcast. Uh, but it, it says on there, unfortunately, uh, who you know is as important as how you sound. And that's the BBC. That's, that just that's, shocks me. Very, that's actually very true what's, in the media and the music business. What's that got to do with, with good music? And absolutely nothing. That's that's the sad part. Uh, the sad part because, uh, and that's a very honest and truthful uh, quote. And that that and that's how it works. Um, it, it, I think that's changing with what's happening in the last year or so because everything had to be even the mainstream had to go online and compete with the independent artist online. I think that's changing a little bit. That's why your support is growing because people are finding your music and understanding that it it, it belongs to be to be heard. And uh, I think uh, you're making a turn, and uh, you'll make a better of this. And uh, and the BBC is the BBC, and they did what they did, and that's you know what that's probably for the best either way. Because look at look at now, we're gonna get out there, get heard, and get the message out 
probably in an even better way. Yes, yeah, I, I, I agree. I do agree. And, and actually, the reality of, of um, uh, the independent artists is, is that they very quickly begin to have a, uh, such a big following that's outside of the, of the mainstream uh, mm -hmm. that some of those radio, those, those bigger radio stations Will, will begin to be forced to acknowledge them because they, they'll need the ratings of those large fan bases. Exactly. If someone's got a million people on their Facebook page, it's hard to ignore them when you're searching for ratings. 100% agree with you. Now, we talked about uh, your live shows on YouTube. Now, what do you do on Patreon? And uh, for those that don't know or do know, Patreon is a support system a support website for where you can support your independent artist. What do you guys do on your Patreon account? Right. So, well, the, we actually, we started a Patreon account, but we very mm -hmm. quickly stopped it and we mm -hmm. brought everything in-house. It's definitely our way. We do everything. We take everything in-house and do it, mm -hmm. our, do it ourselves wherever we can. Um, Good. So we wanted more control is the reality of it. We didn't want it on a site that we, we weren't responsible for the values of, of that site and, um, there's nothing wrong with Patreon at all. It's a really good mm -hmm. site, but we just wanted to do it our own way. And so uh, what we started to do was we, we started to uh, create our own in-house uh, equivalent of, of Patreons. Um, and we start, we, we're going to change it this year, but we mm -hmm. started, uh, it started with a private Facebook uh, group. So what happens is you, you become a, a, a monthly subscriber to us. And I know that that's a word that people don't like, but um, a member, if you like. Uh, and that gives you an invite into a private Facebook group. And in, in that group, um, we do, as a, as a minimum, the, the lowest tier, which is £2, which is uh, about $2.60 a month, that gives you access to that group. And we do weekly live stream shows and we play live. Um, and when we first started doing these, they were done to about 10 people. In, and, we, and Tony used to come home from, from London uh, arrive home about two o'clock in the morning outside my house. Uh, I'd come out and uh, and we'd drive to some some car park somewhere where so we were mm. away from houses and we sit in the back of the cab and we'd live stream around the world to ten people, play mm. play five songs and then I'd go to bed. Um, and that's kind of grown uh, to. I mean, we haven't got thousands or anything, but we've got over a hundred pa uh, patrons now. And so perfect. Uh, each week we, we get together no longer at two o'clock in the morning and no longer in the back of a taxi, uh, mm -hmm. but in my cabin where we do some of my recording as well. And we play, we play live and these, these shows have got longer and longer. I mean, they're an hour to two hours of live music now. Um, and in the summer when we were, when the restrictions were lifted, there's a field at the end of my garden and we started to do the shows outside. So they become a bit bigger. Um, and some of the neighbors started coming out which is quite interesting because they didn't even know that I was a musician, which always interests me that 80,000 <laughs> people following us, but my next door neighbor doesn't know that I do music. Yeah. It's the same with podcasting. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. I can imagine. I can imagine. So, so that's where the patron shows kind of grew to. And obviously we're stuck at the moment because we're not allowed to get together under the, under the, the restrictions at the moment. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, uh, we have very understanding patrons. Um, yes. Because obviously, this is a thing that they expect to get from us, but we're not legally allowed to do it, which is just the weirdest situation to be in. Um, so, um, uh, but as soon as we can, we're going we're gonna to get back on that. Um, and we're trying at the moment to do a split screen um, Facebook live and seeing if we can play like that. We're going to be trying that on Saturday night. 
Ooh, that's that sounds uh, very doable. That's very doable, but it'll be fun to watch. That's for sure. Yes. So that's our now, that's our patrons show, and and that I won't go on too much about it. But <laughs> the interesting thing about that is that a lot of the people in there have become friends with each other, and so there's there's a sort of quite a big community of of, of, of good friends within that sort of around our music, which is lovely mm-hmm. to see. Yes, it's a very good thing. Now for 2021, this year we ha- we just started 2021. What's any specific plans uh, you want to share with us today? Uh, so, well, um, as far as the, we're going to, as a minimum, do another album. Uh, we've already started to think about that, um, but we mm-hmm. may do two. We did two in 2020, which is a bizarre thing. To yes. Do lockdown. Um, but, uh, uh, but we'll probably do a main album and a smaller EP. Um, so that's, that's from the music point of view. Um, and then uh, we've got, We've got quite big plans as far as our how we market ourselves because and i think that's part of the realization that we we can't rely on a gatekeeper somewhere deciding whether or not we can we can have a career in music um that's we have correct to take responsibility for it ourselves and um and so that's what we're doing and we're going to market ourselves this year but i'm talking about direct to fan marketing so mm-hmm. not reliant on somebody deciding whether or not people get to hear our music so no, that's a great that. idea. That's a great idea. I love that. Now, this album that we, we have in front of us today, where can everyone get it? Because they need to get it. And Pete, you need to tell them where they need to get it. Okay, right. So this is, this is always an interesting one. And it, this shows wh- where we sit outside the mainstream. So currently, it is mm-hmm. not on any, any digital platforms. That's and it right. won't be for the foreseeable future. Um, uh, that basically kills the 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 album dead once you once you put it on those digital platforms um so that's what we've learned over the last four years of doing this so um so at the moment you can get it as a uh, as a download um well you'll soon be able to get it as a download it's not available right now just because i haven't put the infrastructure in place mm-hmm. so you can actually order it and get it get it but i'm doing that at the moment but you can get um uh the the cd and that's available in our store. So our store is, is www.thechondriacsshop.co. That's very British, isn't it? Thechondriacsshop.co.uk. So if you either go there or you go to our Facebook page, The Chondriacs, and click on Shop Now, in there you'll see uh, this game as well as our other five CDs as well. Uh, so that's how you can get hold of a copy. Good. Guys, pick up this game. As soon as you can, you want to uh, you want to hear the entire album. Uh, now, is there is different versions of the album? Because I know there's there's a couple extra songs here that I, that I listen to. Yes, How you, can... had, you had special privilege. So we, oh, yeah. there, as part of the crowdfunding, we did um, uh, uh, we offered a limited edition CD. We did that with the mm-hmm. previous album as well, and that really helped. So obviously, that's a more expensive CD to buy, and and most people understand the reason they're doing that is to help fund the album. Um, yes. Uh, it, it, this, it's a strange world that we're in now because you're not selling a product to a customer. Um, people are asking if they can support you and you're coming up with ideas on how they can support you. It's that way around. Um, so the limited edition CD, uh, it, in a way, all this stuff is, is more like a reward thanking our, our fans for supporting us rather than coming up with a product for them to buy um, so the, the, the limited edition CD had an extra two tracks. One of them is uh, an acoustic version of, of Superman, 
mm-hmm. which and I love the acoustic version. It's got mandolin in it and harmonica, and it's got a different feel to it. Um, and uh, and the other song is a very special song, which is called Mardi Gras. And and as part of our crowdfunding, we offered to our to to our fans for one person that they could they could buy a bespoke song from us. So they would pay for us to write a song for them about whatever they wanted. And that song would appear on our limited edition CD. So not only would they get a contract song written for them, it would be on a CD that they would own. Um, but mm. this person, we also designed them a bespoke CD just with that song on and sent it to them as well. That's that's beautiful because when I listen through the album a few times, um, I, like I said before, all of the tracks are very, very good. What stood out, is you the audience has heard of Superman already on the show today, but the acoustic version, tremendous, totally, uh, totally blows your mind on how good that song is. And when you get before you get to that song, Mardi Gras, uh, it comes up just before it on the on the, on the limited uh, edition CD, and it's such a um, beautiful song. Uh, it, it's totally worth to get it if available. If you guys can get it. Pick up the uh, the CD, and if available, grab the limited edition. Totally worth it. Uh, the audience there needs to get it. It's there just is a amazing. Way. There, there will be a way of them getting to that song, and I'm working on that at the moment, but mm-hmm. it's not finished yet, so I can't say exactly how. But if anybody's into, you know, if they are listening and they they're, and they get they get into our music, just stay in touch with us on on Facebook because, and and join our join our mailing list as well because that's. That's where you'll get these these updates. It's the easiest way of us communicating with everyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's what I want to get into next because you need to find the contracts on Facebook, uh, on YouTube, especially there if you want to see the live shows. Instagram, you need to grow that also. So Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, the contracts. I'll be tagging and sharing all over the Sunday Night Army. Uh, when uh, you guys see the posts, we'll be tagged. Just follow the tag, follow, like the pages. And you'll know when things happen. You'll know when the downloads will be available this year. You'll be able to uh, get, the, uh, get the album and download it when it's available. If not, I prefer the CDs. I would get the CD. Get the CDs. And, you know, I'm just old school like that. Maybe just because I had a birthday and I, you know, turned 40. Don't tell anybody. Uh, but uh, love CDs. Go out and get it. Listen to the music. And it just prepares you for what will be probably coming out this year. Like... Uh, Pete said another album. It's just great. Love it. Thank you, Jacob. No, no problem. And uh, and Pete, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, tell Tony we say I oh I say hi, and the audience says hi. And uh, maybe next time we get you both back on, and uh, we'll do this again with hey with the next album. Why not? Yeah, love to. We really appreciate your support, Jacob, and we and and you. We'll always share your show in anything you want us to share on our Facebook page. Um, as you know, we've got a big audience on there and we'd love to share your show with them as well. Well, I appreciate everybody listening and I really, really appreciate it, uh, you guys helping me out, coming on the show and just letting me share your music with, with the audience. So again, thank you for coming on the Sunday Night Army, Pete. Thank you.